So the interesting thing we've got here is that as we're recording this, I don't know what Dan has chosen for us to talk about tonight. But of course, if you're watching this, you can look at the title, so you already know what I'm about to talk about. Which is a very, very strange little thing. Anyway, without further ado, let's go on with it. I'm Mark P, he's Dan, and this is Screwdriver with a Twist. I'll play some fucking... It's a goddamn siege! say before your baseline so rudely interrupted me <laughs> i thought this episode would be me convincing dan to get a hd camera well on the evidence but so things, far like, so first thing i noticed when we watched when i watched the last episode back the first thing i noticed is that you're in hd and i'm oh, not yes. and the thing is i'm looking at my webcam right there and it actually at the top says hd so like, well, why are you so damn pixelated <laughs> oh just don't know just jobber right. nothing changes does it Nah. <laughs> Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this, this is the first ever episode, first proper, proper episode of Screw Drive with a Twist, this is an episodal series Were where... Were you going to say scrooting from the horse's mouth? No, well maybe, but you know, I get confused, I'm an old man, I'm get, I get confused yeah. Yeah, with these sort of things. This is a series where Dan poses questions for me, be it from his mind or from you, the audience, and we just talk wrestling for half an hour, 45 minutes two and a half hours who fucking knows so before we go on when dan tells me what he wants to talk about this evening as i said at the intro you already know what we'll be talking about tonight a bit of housekeeping if you will dan you don't actually have any social media do you no, no. <laughs> so i was gonna say no. before i you... think like what i what i used to have and what i have now i've got nothing i'm just a, a boring old man now that's <laughs> you know so, so once i, I lost the title once i lost the title in people just didn't want to talk to me anymore it's just like nah you know, I just, you know, go live under someone's stairs and, you know. <laughs> so I can't say go and follow Dan on the various social medias, but instead you can just follow me instead. If you like to follow me on Instagram, that'd be lovely. That's where I post most of my stuff about me. Um, and if you want to um, get episodes of this series a few days before they go on to uh, live on YouTube, I post them onto the Mark Pearson Wrestling Reviews Facebook page, normally on the Wednesday when, they go, when they're scheduled to go live on the Friday. You can follow me on Twitter if you want, but all my posts that go on to Twitter come from my Instagram page. So yeah, just just search for my Instagram. The links in the description below. Like I say, I post um, the majority of the stuff that I post on social media goes on to the gram. Now I've said it twice right? I'm going to say it one more time just to clarify. I have no clue what we are going to be talking about at this moment in time. Obviously, when this goes live, I'll know exactly what we're talking about because I've talked about it. Yeah, that just about makes sense. Dan has not told me anything. We've just spent an hour playing on Halo. He hasn't said anything. All he's told me on Friday night, he let slip a little nugget. We're recording this on the Monday. He on to three days ago, he let slip that this is a topic that my subscribers will have an opinion about. And you're like, oh, there we go. That's all I know. So if it's a bullshit topic and I go, just answer the question straight away, I'm not going to edit it. You'll know and we'll move on to another question. So um, I suppose, because who knows what we're going to talk about, Dan? What are we talking about this week, boss? I was thinking about interesting things about like the wrestling business and, and topics that you haven't covered. And 
you know, I was sort of thinking like, well, I could ask you what your favourite Berserker match was. And I think, well, you know, do you <laughs> know what any of them are? I just to make you think. No, what I've got is, I because you and me have talked about this in, in bits and bobs, but we've never had a full conversation about it. And you're already smiling because you're probably going to guess it. No, it's just, I, was just, I was just trying to remember my top five Berserker matches. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would like to know from you what or who makes up Mark Pearson's Mount Rushmore mm. of pro wrestling. Wow. See, so that's that's a good question because that's something I've never really thought about in depth. And you are right, we've definitely no. never talked about we've, it. Like we've talked about like, who would be in it. Who, like, we've thrown names around, mm. but we've never come up with like your definitive thought. Who are they? <sighs> and why? And why, of course. So it depends. My first thought when you said that was it, it all going to go on or from a business point of view, or from a character point of view, I suppose, or from a just a, my personal favourites. Because if you want to go on the business talk side of things, you're going to have to talk about who drew the most money. And at the end of the day... And not just WWE, I'm talking about pro wrestling oh, in general. Of course. So, so, bear in mind that it is a business, the wrestling business. Surely, the people who are most successful in this are the most people who drawn the most money or made the most money but then of course if you want to talk Absolutely. about it from a performance point of view who is the who is the greatest of all time and then you could also spin that into who is the greatest character of all time now bear in mind the Mount Rushmore comprises four I mean do you do like what? I think we, there's, there's a couple there we would absolutely agree with I think to throw a name straight out there for someone who watch me not agree just, just watch me not agree <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, would you say that you can include promoters in as well? Because I, I think it would be wrong in a way to disclude Vince McMahon from it. I think that's pretty much where I was going when I was saying from a business point of view. So I think, I think, mm. I think the number one name that's got to go on, or the first name you think of if you think of it from a, from a business standpoint has got to be Vincent Kennedy and McMahon. Because the reason we're all here, the reason we're having this conversation is because of Vince. Whether you love him or hate him, and there's reasons uh, plenty to not like the guy, um, you know, every, every fucking year he seems to do something. You know, the latest that you don't like, the latest being the taking people's Twitch accounts off them, for, for one thing, you know, but at the same time... Did you hear about the Lita thing? The Lita thing? No, go for it. Just while we're here. No, I actually read yesterday, apparently, uh, you know the... the... Thing with Edge, the, uh, the the sex celebration thing they did. Oh yeah, in like 2006, when, won the, when Edge won the championship. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I read yesterday that apparently she didn't want to do it, and Vince threatened to fire her if she didn't. Oh, what? Bloody hell! She was. Yeah, if that was the case, and I'm not saying for one second it's not, but if it, if that was the case, she did a bloody convincing job in the ring. You know. But maybe. Um, so yeah, so for, for, I think from a business point of view, from a you know, for the how for his contributions to the industry, I think that Vince McMahon has got to be number one with a bullet. So then you go on to um, in ring performer, I guess. So who? I mean, just straight off the bat, who is in your opinion the greatest in ring performer of all time? I'm just you say Vince, mm. you hear Hogan. But because they're so entwined from like the Hulkamania, the golden era, if you want to call it that. Yeah, but just you know, in terms of what Hogan's done for the business, and I'm not a huge like 
Hogan fan. Make yourself, you're a massive yeah. Hogan fan. Like, like everybody, like everybody else, it's just like, oh, it's Hogan, that's cool. <laughs> but his, his drawing, his drawing power, you know, the, the, you know, what he's done in the wrestling business. I, I, I don't see this list of four people without having Hogan on it. You know, mm. is he the biggest babyface of all time? Absolutely. I'm not talking necessarily about work rate, but in oh, terms no. of drawing power, merchandise, um, you know, his his household name status, I think that it's fair that if you say Vince, put Hogan right next to him. thing is, if you're going to put Hogan in, I mean, the thing is, this is one of the problems of having four, isn't it? Is that you're going to have a lot of names that you have to leave off. And this, this is where I think people are going to, you know, really have an opinion on it. Yeah, definitely. Say, oh, I mean, you know, you've got Flair, Mike. I was about to say, you know, if you put Hogan in, you know, it does Flair deserve to be alongside him? Does Flair deserve to go in for her? You know, because he's a better in-ring worker, he's arguably, arguably here a better promo because Hogan had one promo. You know? I think. I mean, I would you agree that Hogan? I mean, this is not my list. This is your. Like, I want to know who your list is. But would you put Hogan in there? Um, he wasn't the first choice, no. Um, he may, may be like the four... Because I was going to go one one business, one in-ring, one character, and then we'll decide on a fourth, is what I would probably do. Which is why I was I was leaning towards... It. That's why I asked you straight, straight up, in your opinion, who is the greatest in-ring worker ever? Rick Flair. That's interesting, because I say Shawn Michaels. <laughs> See? <laughs> so it, for my for my Mount Rushmore, my my if, if from the in ring category, I've got to go with Sean, because while Flair could do um, the one hour Broadways, for example, in the eighties, and was the last real travelling world champion, I'd say that actually on in ring, I think Sean ran rings around him, and of course you know, Sean managed to have a life changing injury, a career ending injury, and then came back from that. He had an arguably even better in-ring career the second time round. Yeah, the okay. I mean, I, I think in, in like 1996, he was, you know, untouchable as champion. You know, he had good matches with pretty much everybody he was mm-hmm. with. But you also look at Flair and his title run. Which one? And, you know, I mean, we, we watched last week, you know, his match with Steamboat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the match he had with Funk. Yeah, and, you know, this is all before WWE. This is all prior to that. Yes. You know, yeah. he, he could make anyone look good. I don't... I, you know... It, Apart from the the latter part of his career, where he was sort of booked to face people like Carlito and you know that, but even though he, he managed to get them, you know, and get a good match out of yeah, them, yeah, yeah, I think right like for his performance, he never had a bad match in his prime. Yeah, I suppose that's oh wow, El, El Gigante, El Gigante. Mm. <laughs> okay, what's your favourite Gigante, whatever his name is, match? Well, I can only think of one off the top of my head, and that's. Um... The um, the one, the take, yeah, WrestleMania nine, of course, yeah. <laughs> because you know, obviously, but yeah, um, yeah, in in ring, I think uh, my choice would, would be Shawn Michaels. Uh, even, dude, Flair, Flair has said Shawn Michaels is better in ring than him. Recently, this was like yeah, a week I, ago. It's the whole, it's the whole thing. It's it, I, it. It's a tough one. It really is. I mean, it, it, this is. Like, a fight in itself is it Michaels or Flair you put in but you're saying Michaels I'm going to say Michaels for, for in ring for sure for absolute okay. sure so so we've got Vince yep Sean yep 
Who's next? And then if you're going to go for a character, it's got to be the Undertaker. Because there hasn't been a character that's had the longevity um, and the, you know, the way that he was able to evolve his character so that he never really got stale. And you know, the amount of... Uh, not as much, I would say, because there was surfacing... And then there was crow sting, and then it's always it's been variants of crow sting, and not really. Well, I mean, like you know, you had wolf pack sting, and you had like the Joker sting that you saw in TNA for a while, which was different. Surface sting, yeah, but yeah. So um, for me, um, I mean, the Undertaker character, of course, would have been limited because, of course, he couldn't ever go anywhere else. He had to stay in February. Yeah, he couldn't turn up and do it on Nitro one evening as the dead man. The whole time. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And don't get me wrong, you know, had, I mean, until Mankind came along in 1996, you know, there was not a long list of classic Undertaker matches, you know. I mean, I, I saw uh, WrestleMania 11 recently, which OSW reviewed, and they, you know, his match with Bundy there, which was fucking yeah. disgraceful, <laughs> for example. Yeah, the Taker versus Taker match. Taker versus Taker. Which was, yeah. Some, some um, four. So, um... Yeah. That, oh, you're making me think now. Good Undertaker matches pre Mankind. Go. I, there's, the thing is, there's memorable, memorable ones, but there's not. You're going to do that was alright. The casket match. Yeah, it was alright. I mean, it's not. It's, you remember it because of its finish, because what happens at the end when Undertaker descends yeah. into the fucking heavens and it's just Marty Jannetty dressed up as Undertaker. You remember that bit? Uh, what about Hogan at um, Survivor Series? Yeah. I thought that was okay. That's an alright match. And Hogan put him over. <laughs> it got the character across. Because you remember, that's the, isn't that the match where he... Nope. And he does the eyes in the head thing? For the first time, you where you cut out for a second, boss. There, what did you say? Oh, I said, I said, isn't that the match where he gets him in the corner and he gets Hogan in the choke, and it's the first time he rolls his it eyes back be, into yeah. his head? I remember that bit. I really need a hobby if that's true. Can someone let me know? Desperately but... need a hobby. Yeah, please let <laughs> please let us know. Let us know in the comments. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I yeah, I can't remember a lot of good matches. I'm trying to think. You remember that god awful DVD, the Tombstone History of the Undertaker? Yes, one? yeah, and that's the, that's one of my problems with it. <sighs> I'm just trying to think of everything on disc one. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly that. You've got a whole litany of it. Oh, look, it's this Undertaker versus this month's big bad guy. And you go, okay. The thing is, when when Taker, like when Mankind came in, I loved his feud with with you know Taker. I, I loved oh, those Richard. matches. Yeah. I, I think you know it's like oh, see Taker as a brawler, mm. you know, and you know Mankind got that got that out of him, got that out of his character, Absolutely. and then you had Brett who came along. And Brett had a great match with him at SummerSlam, SummerSlam yeah. which again showed that Taker could wrestle. What was the match? And it was just like, ah. There was a match you were talking about. Taker did better with the smaller guys. Of course, I yeah. Think. The ones who could bump for him. Yeah. Um, he, could, he could actually wrestle. What was the match you were talking about? On, you, you were talking about an Undertaker match a couple of weeks ago. Was it the Mankind one at Safari Series 96? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, were, no, the Buried Alive match. You were raving about that match, weren't you? We were talking about that recently. No, I'm one of the, the, the those people who likes the the original ones, like the early ones. Like I love the first Hell in a Cell. Of course. I don't understand why it's now a pay per view, and I can't name any matches happening on it. I like the first Buried Alive match. 
think it was great. I thought the first, you know, ladder match, well, the first, you know, the, the Sean Razor one was great. But, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to describe You're just, you know, trying to think of pre-Mankind good take match. I'm sure, I'm really sure what the people are screaming at us now, like, what about, insert here. Oh, yeah, let's go, yeah. Yeah, what yeah, about this but, one? What about the one with Diesel at WrestleMania? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what about Joe Chang Gonzalez? What about Jake Roberts? <laughs> Jimmy Snooker? <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm just I'm just going through the street. I'm just going through the street trying to remember. character. Yeah, but best character. If you're ever. talking character, yes, which is what we are. And the, the, Would you put him against Hogan? Because he's Hogan a character, Hogan or is he just himself? He's a character, isn't he? Well, he's Terry Blair. Yeah, he's just a guy, isn't he? I don't know what you do. I'm, yeah. I'm a big guy. Yeah. I say brother a lot, but yeah. Um, it is a good shout for Hogan to be um, in, in as a character, but I just don't think for longevity and for. Yeah. I've realised so far you like WWE guys. <laughs> you got Vince Sean and Taker. Who's next? Triple H. <laughs> got to remember, I've said this so many times on Vince, it's why yeah, that I have a a bias towards WWE because all WWF as it was at the time, that, that's all I watched. I've, I've said. Numerous times on bit on that I saw bits of WCW in the early nineties on ITV. Um, that I don't really remember much mm. of it. I I do remember seeing Cactus Jack, for example, on one, and I seem to remember that he stood out. But um, it wasn't until Worldwide appeared on Channel Five in two thousand, I think it was, that I ever started watching WCW. So it was just a non-in, and I, I I got sucked in by the brainwashing. That WWF was the yep. superior product. So if you ever watched WCW, you went, "This is crap. This is very good at all." And I sometimes, not that I watch many of my old vids, but if I ever do see a WCW review, nine times out of ten, it's because we are watching that show, and I want to go and see what star ratings I gave it. I'm, I, it's, it's like you, you can't be quite harsh on this sometimes. And I've said before that you know, the biggest one for me was the uh, DDP Randy Savage feud, which I absolutely fucking slated. Yeah. When I reviewed it, and I'm you know, hands up, we were happy to go. Like, do you, what, I went back and watched it a few years ago. Went, you, you were way out of line on this one. This is a fantastic feud. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I do I can't. I probably can't put anyone from Japan in because I just don't know enough about Japanese wrestling. And you know, the majority of the Japanese wrestling I've watched in my lifetime has been the stuff that you've recommended or that we've watched together. That I, I, I just haven't. It's funny, people. Like, I've been to, I've been to four Dragon Gate shows. For you is, is an example. I've watched maybe five Dragon Gate shows in my life. It was just that I just knew I knew of people, and word of mouth is a very powerful thing. And people saying like, "This guy's great," and "This guy's great," and "This guy's great." And you go and watch a match of Shingo, for example, if you never heard of him before, and you go, "Oh, this guy, this could be good," you know. And same with the uh, the Ring of Honor. I haven't watched a Ring of Honor show outside of you know a couple of matches here and there since the. Glory days of Ring of Honor back in 2005, 2006, 2007. You know, I went to this show because they were coming over and I wanted to see the Young Bucks. That was, that was the pure and simple, wasn't it? You just wanted to see a Meltzer driver, that was it. That's, yeah, it was that. And even then, that... And you saw that? I saw That was a nuts weekend, wasn't it? That really was a fucking... Yeah. That. Nowadays, if I look at this, that was in 2006, was it? Or was it 2007? So, 2006, 2017, which one was it? Can you remember? 2016. Right. So, looking at that with four years, four and a half years removed as it is now, is a mad thing. I just we we would not have done it at all. No. Because we went to, I went, I went to, I went to Birmingham to pick up James who came with us. 
and he's a massive Warsaw fan and Warsaw been playing uh, live that day is it Warsaw? I really hope I haven't just said the wrong fucking team is it Warsaw? one of the Birmingham teams if I got it wrong so, sorry James if you're watching this um, yeah went to pick up James went to pick up him from, from Birmingham right we then drove to Leicester where we met up with your good self went to the wrestling show Enjoyed the wrestling show a great deal. Stunner main event, absolutely fantastic main event, right? But then drove for you would you would because you went to university in Leicester, didn't you? So you would know all the best places to go to in Leicester, and you were desperate for us to come out drinking with you. Right? I'm going out drinking because Mrs. still lives in in Leicester, so we're going out drinking, and that's gonna be great. And it's one of those okay, sorry, can't because the next day James and I were driving to Glasgow to go to the Hydro for ICW's biggest show, right? That's it. So we did, yep. so we had to drive back to Broadway. Um, we stayed at uh, we, you know, and James stayed with me for the night, and then the next morning, Liz decided that she wanted to come to the hydro, so she bought a ticket, and then we decided that we didn't want to take her car because it used to, she had this Saab ninety three that had a massive engine in it, and it would have used too much fuel. And we actually worked out that the cost of the fuel to get to Glasgow and back was more expensive than hiring a car. <laughs> so we went and hired a car and took it in shifts to drive to Glasgow and went to this show that was fucking shite. It was so average. You wouldn't believe how mediocre this fucking show was, including one of, the, one of my wrestling highlights, which is Team 3D slash the Dudley Boys, forgetting how to do a 3D, which is one of the best things ever. How do you fuck up the move you've been doing match in, match out, all of your careers, but they managed to fuck up the three day. And then, of course, it's one of those things where we just weren't clever enough to book a hotel that night. So the show finishes at 10 o'clock and we've got to drive fucking home. And it takes like six hours to drive back, by which point we're absolutely exhausted. Going, that was a utter waste of time, wasn't it? And the reason well, we might, might I just say, for future reference, when in doubt, go drinking with that. Mm. Oh, yeah, because that never ends badly, does it? Never, ever. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll save those stories for another video. Oh, yeah, well, one, one, one of these will be a... Uh, what you tell me? For future reference, one of these will be a Mark and Dan's drinking story because there's so oh. many. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that was a... Look at it now, obviously, in you know, four and a half years later. Do you want to go to a show? No. We, we went to that show because... Um, yeah, let's finish this one. We went to that show because um, one time when Bobby Cash and I did a... The episode of um, Cashing and Marking Out, we'd said if anyone if anyone ever wants to buy us tickets to a wrestling show, be our guests. And yeah. a guy who I'm so sorry he's going to watch this going me me it was me I did it can't remember your name I'm so sorry I'm so sorry a guy bought us tickets to go to ICW at the Hydro, and then Bobby couldn't make it so James came with us so we we felt like we couldn't come out drinking with yourself we had to go to this show because this guy no, bought I, us I, tickets. I understood. It turns thought, out, yeah, it turns I mean, out those tickets left, and yeah, we drove up there, right. and it was a. Uh... So I saw Kurt Angle versus Drew McIntyre, though. So that was no, it wasn't. It was Drew versus Joe Coffey, and that was a decidedly average. But yeah, I saw Kurt Angle, so it was something. Anyway, anyway, would, uh, would Kurt Angle be on your Mount Rushmore? He's a good, he's a good shout because he's one of the best all rounders ever, isn't he? But um, if I've got, bear in mind, I've now got one space, which you know, I've, I've ticked off a businessman, I've ticked off an in-ring, I've ticked off a character, so now I've got to go through the rest of the wrestling and leave out, you know, let's say for argument's sake, I put in The Rock, I've got to leave out Austin, and I've got to leave out Cena, and I've got to leave out 
for argument's sake, Okada, because I know he's a really great Japanese worker. I've got, to, I've got to leave out Bruno Sammartino. I've got to leave out Roddy Piper. I've Flair. got to leave out Triple H. I've got to leave out Ric Flair. The list is so ridiculously long. exactly why I'm asking. But, of course, at the end of the day, you want my guy, and it all comes down to, um, I think, who is, if it's not Shawn Michaels, who is my favourite wrestler ever? And so... You know, I've always always said that Rock Damien Dement. There's a taker match. The rule of Got it. You bought me that for a birthday present one time, didn't you? A DVD of the first two episodes of Raw. Cheers for that. That's my thirtieth birthday. One of my, to be fair, one of my thirtieth birthday presents. Um, Is it your thirtieth? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Eight. I had to figure out. How old am I again? Eight, eight, yeah, yeah. eight years ago. Yeah, she got me. You got me. Amongst other things, she got me that. Um, yeah, I, my my choice. It's 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 very very difficult. I, I'm because it's like narrowing down to four or five, and then it's like so. Which one of those guys? So say for example, Austin and Rock, maybe. Um, Triple H could in there. No, 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 no. He's, he's a what? special attraction, but not a best ever. Not a business changer. Not a game changer. You know, I mean, you could put throw in Daniel Bryan in there. You could throw in... Um, Dave Rain is probably a good shout to go in there, isn't he? <laughs> I've stop drinking if I were you. <laughs> First one of the night, mate. Funny hell. Um... I mean, you've always, and since I've known you, your guy has been The Rock. Yes. So that basically, I, I'm stalling for time to essentially say The Rock, because Rock is um, just all round. Um, so decent, but not the best in the ring. Um, it's rare post '97 you see a bad Rock match, and um, amazing. Yeah. That was once in Pardon? Once he found his character. Once he found his character, yeah. Um, amazing on the stick. Still don't think there's anyone been better who could just ad-lib and create catchphrases out of nothing. You know? I think the only person that comes close would probably be Austin or Jericho. Yeah, see, I, 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 I'm torn. Because, I tell you what, what's, what's, what's pushing me is because, is because when... Rock came back for his feud with Cena. As much as I, we watched the Rock, the first Rock Cena match recently. I absolutely loved it. Like this is fantastic. The build up to that match is fucking cringeworthy, and the pre the previous oh. WrestleMania where he took fifty minutes because he was the host of the show, and you're just like, oh, would you? We watched that live. Oh yes, we did. So be- because of that, I'm sort of erring towards Austin, and because the thing with Austin is that you've got his early work you know his stuff in WCW and you know his ECW stuff and there's not much of it but the stuff it's very memorable and then you you know watching him evolve as a character from the ringmaster into Stone Cold and his you know, watching it as a fan and just going this is the best and watching you know, re- watching wrestling become this huge thing that you're talking about it at 
school and when I went to college and I went to I went to college in 1998 so I think about it so I'm at that perfect fucking age when I'm 16 I'm starting college oh wrestling fan and you know you, you're, you're my new best mate and we, yeah, we're, we're friends for the next two years while we're in college because we've got this one thing we can bond over and that's how great wrestling and a lot of that is due to Austin so I'm very much yeah. torn because as you said as you've just said Rock was always my boy and he is to this day he is my absolute hero you know I don't do I don't do celebrity very much, and the celebrities that I do, uh, I do like are, are people I've just got. It's above and beyond. Like I want to, right, a great example of a celebrity me is Rowan Atkinson, and who's a gym, and I literally I just want to shake his hand and just say thank you because you are fucking great at what you do. And he's unassuming and he's humble and blah blah. blah. He doesn't crave the attention. You know, Rock comes across like yeah. that. He is. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, someone who's as as into fitness these days as, as I am. And you know, just watching Rock's videos, just going, "Fucking this guy's amazing!" You know, he, he's got he lives by this credo of the hardest worker in the room, and he lives by that, and he sticks to that. Um, yeah. Um, I want to say you didn't see bad Austin matches, but you did if you ever fought the fucking Undertaker. <laughs> how many good? Well, that's not really true. How is many? Yeah, a couple of good Austin Undertaker matches, apart from SummerSlam '98. I enjoyed the first blood match. Wanna, uh, someone is going to bleed. Somebody's is going to yeah. bleed. Fully loaded <laughs> nine nine. Get out of it. It was. It wasn't a good wrestling match. It was a great. Bro- Did what it needed to. It wasn't. It wasn't offensive. Again. Okay. Fair. Uh, let's see. Austin we put Taker that matches. show on recently and got three matches in and turned it off in disgust. <laughs> no, this is shite. Maybe four. I can't remember um, exactly what the matches were. We didn't make it as far as the Rock Triple H Iron Man match. <laughs> no. um, is it an Iron Man match or is it a strap match? I think it might be a strap match because the previous years that fully loaded. Yeah. Sorry. And it, Do you remember we watched that video like the top twenty like shows of ninety nine? Yeah. And fully loaded was like two. Yeah. And then, like maybe we we were a bit harsh with that, but well, that, that wasn't a terrible match in my opinion. I could I could watch it. Um, his match with Taker at SummerSlam, you know, I like that. It's just a personal. I did say a part of that because I will give them that one. Yeah. Um, there's so many matches. I don't they know. The buried alive was shite. Mm-hmm. The match they had in was it '97, Cold Day in Hell. That's a good one. Was I was going to give that one. But it's not. It's too short. Yeah, that's a good one. It's got, it's, a, it's got a screw finish as well, hasn't it? When Brett comes in, so uh, if I remember rightly. But yeah, yeah well, I was going to say if if Brett wasn't in it, then the guys in the ring more than fifteen minutes. Brett, so I'm sorry, Austin versus Taker is one of those matches that I think in the nostalgic part of your brain, like, oh yeah, they those are great for you. Every time they got in the ring, it's fantastic. And like, apart from Judgment Day 2002 and all the others, where you just go, oh, oh god, oh. Judgment Day 2002. Mm. Was it 2002 or 2000? No, it might be 2001 now. I think about it. 2002. Come on, brain. Don't don't let me down. <laughs> Judgment Day. 2002. When was, Hogan, when was Hogan Taker? The second one was that 2002. Yes, they are. That's I'm, I'm wrong. The, Hold the on. Worst yeah. choke slam ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, See, no, it was that. This, this is right. why you shouldn't listen to me because I'm talking shy. Because yeah. <laughs> but I think it was Backlash the month before, and again get a hobby down but I think it was Taker versus Austin then Marvin number one contender I think so I, I, I struggling 
<laughs> anyway, no, they didn't have great matches, but again, they weren't offensive, apart from the Buried Alive match, which was right. terrible. But uh, didn't um, wasn't Austin like really ill in that? I think he just um, the Buried Alive one. Yeah, I can't remember where I read it, but it's like he he was saying if he was in an interview, he was end of the match. He had to do his whole thing with the beer and everything, and apparently he really didn't want to because he was ill. Oh, did not know that one. I, or I, I honestly, I, I, yeah, I think that's what that's what he said. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, but they will. They always do. Yeah. I think you found me. So who who is number four? <sighs> so I've got to hang my colours from the proverbial yard on here, haven't I? I uh... let's go from the start. We got Vince, Vince, Sean, yep. Taker, yep. and Rock. Because to sure? because to this day he is my absolute hero. I never ever want to see him wrestle ever again. Never ever ever. But at the same time, depending on this fucking size he is now, could he wrestle again? I mean, can he walk through doors? He's so beast. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Rock. So Vince and Sean, Unsaker and Rock. Honorable mentions. Give me two. John Cena. Because they basically. Um, he was a merchandise machine, and the company character was resting on his back for and from like two thousand five onwards until what like two years ago. The company was mentioned. Can I have? Can I do three? Because I've got three. Um, the second one would be Austin for the similar reasons because as a, as a worker, he was in the early nineties was phenomenal. Uh, I love his stuff with the Hollywood Blondes. I love his stuff in ECW, even if they're not like so they know much of it. And as I say, I, I was a, still a fan. Um, I'm watching him. I, 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 I've said many times that I stopped watching watching wrestling for a while in 1995 because it was fucking terrible. But the uh, the match, especially, really, I, I would sort of dip in and out. And the one that really got me back was I got my interest was Austin versus Brett from Survivor Series '96, which, in my opinion, is one of the most underrated matches you'll ever fucking watch. No one ever talks. Everyone always talks about this the WrestleMania 13 match. Um, but that one's just as good, if not better. It's a five star classic, and I would my favorite match. You know, and uh, yeah, and you've got, you've got you've got if you know for notable inclusions, you've got to say Hogan as well. So, and the thing is, if if someone said any of those three names that I've just listed um, were in their Mount Rushmore, you can't go. Oh, that's right. It's like yeah, they have. It's it's all a personal thing, isn't it? Um, I'm sure in a moment you're going to tell me. What your Mount Rushmore is, and I think that only only Vince will be there on on both. Um, yes. So yeah, mine's always been the same. So mine's never changed. So, so we'll come to that. Vince, Hogan, Austin, Flair. Interesting. Why do you choose those men? Tell me. Same reason you said for Austin. Um, I've always been a you've been a rock guy, an Austin guy. A lot of people are like so, that. It's, it's one Hogan. or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Hogan for the drawing. Um, power what he did for you know the business in terms of gathering an audience i i don't think you can have you know it, it gets said all the time <laughs> see you're swigging that making me look like a right sissy drinking my heineken like you're a sissy i'm not you're drinking it neat no Jobber. um maybe hang on um <laughs> Swig a beer for the fucking man. No, what I was going to say, um, Hogan for his drawing ability, the fact that he maintained that character as Hulk Hogan. Um, it gets said all the time, you can't have Hogan without Vince, you can't have Vince without Hogan. I think they are both important, they're both equally deserving in that right to be there. And then Flair, just because as far as work break goes, 
and just just the all-round entertainer mm. in pro wrestling. I'll pick Flair. So Flair, Austin, Hogan, Vince. Like, like we said before, that we watched. We watched that we had that night of wrestling over Christmas, and we watched two Flair matches from 1989, and they're both so different, and they're both five stars. So you know you can't. Flair's one of those ones. I, I can't. I can't. I can't argue with any of your choices, dude. I, I can't argue with a single one. Okay. But ladies and gentlemen, I mean, I asked, I asked questions, but I didn't argue with you no, on them. No, no, no. Um, what do you think? Tell me. Tell us. Or tell us. I, I am truly intrigued to see if anyone agrees with mine. If anyone agrees with Dan's. If anyone's like, oh my god, man, I can't believe you put Vince McMahon in instead of fucking fucking Bull Buchanan. For fuck's sake, Mick. You know, because you know. What about the like? You know, Butterbean and Blooming. Like, <laughs> talk about like longevity and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, if you, if we were to like just, just like remove the promoter, yes, if we were just to take Vince out and talk about wrestlers, oh. I would put Bruno there because he, he just he can't be left out. I don't think in in if there was another space, I, I would. Thing with Bruno San Martino, right? There's two things, okay. Right, so the first one is it was very regional. It was just the New York territory. He was never the NWA champion, for example. And the other thing, he was he was a very thing with Bruno. He worked in the WWWF as where it was the land of the giants. If he ever wrestled against someone from the NWA, he was always shown up because he wasn't actually a very good wrestler. I say he was he was good in the environment that he worked in. So for his, I mean I God I would put in I'd put in Luthez. I would put in oh my god I'd put in Harley Race. Over, yeah, I was thinking over Bruno. I'd put in what about Dusty. Mm, good promo shouting ring. But he had charisma for days, and that's all that that charisma that charisma will get people's asses in seats, as did Bruno. So this is what I'm saying: like, you can't discount him because of his work in the WWF. But like I said, I can think of at least five NWA wrestlers I would put him before him. Um, yeah. Like I say, I was thinking of. Um, I mean, there's men's. I, I, I could listen to Nick Bockwinkle promos all day long. Because he just makes me, just makes me like I want to see you get the shit kicked out of you. <laughs> yeah. You know, things like yeah. that. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I. Uh, see, I'm just, sorry. I went. My brain was going. Do, 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 this guy. This guy. This guy. This guy. So, and I'm just. I just stopped because my brain went. So uh, what about Savage? And I was just like, we had neither of us mentioned Savage once. Like, what the fuck is that? We're talking about the greatest wrestlers ever, and neither of us talk about the Macho Man. What is going on with us? What's going I mean, on? I, and you say, then again, you say, to me, you say Savage, you, you hear Steamboat. <sighs> I don't think Steamboat. We never saw Steamboat as a heel. So it's one of those. Couldn't see what. Yeah, it, 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 I don't know. Yeah, but again, work rate. It's like, going to be amazing. Just, just... <laughs> this, is, this, this is one of the great things about that, that I love about this. We're sat talking about in-ring workers. We're sat talking about work rate. And as I, I've mentioned on previous videos recently, the work in terms of work rate, the product has never been better than it is at the moment. And I have absolutely zero interest there. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. Isn't it ridiculous? I couldn't give two shits about the, the yeah, we're recording this on Monday the eighteenth. When you when this goes live, the Royal Rumble will be this weekend. 
right? And I couldn't give two fucks about the Royal Rumble this weekend. I'm probably going to watch it because I've got the network, and it depends how tired I am. If I'm wide awake enough, I will go back and we'll put it on and watch I'll just lie on the sofa, and if I fall asleep, so be it. But I'm not actually looking forward to it in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> you know, when we're sat there talking about Ricky Steamboat, oh, he's such a great worker. It's like, uh, you could say, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll throw this out there because there were the rumours and stuff that you, we were talking about ages ago. I would laugh if you don't watch it. <laughs> well, the thing is, the, the peep, now is the time. One of the things I do you know, keep dip into is the um, Roman Reigns character and you know the fact that they've turned him, mm. finally turned him heel. And not only have they turned him heel, but he's just the best heel in the world at the moment. From what I, from what I read, and every time I sip into it, I go, "Wow!" I watched uh, I watched um, his match with Jey Uso. I think that might even have been at Hell in a Cell. Now, now we've meant, just mentioned Hell in a Cell, and we just started going, "This is gold. This this guy's money. They do need they need to keep the belt on this man for the longest possible time." And because of the gimmick that they're doing with the head of the table, the the money match is Roman Reigns versus Rock. So you know, Roman Reigns goes over. And he is the head of the table. That that's money right there. But I would I don't want to see Rock in the ring. Yeah, Reigns would have to beat Rock. Yes. Oh yeah. Of course. Every every time I, everything I see that says Roman needs to keep the belt for the longest time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I bet you never thought you know three four years ago you'd be saying that because it was pushed out of throats. <sighs> It's that it needs to be an organic. One's actually going to add this name. You've just reminded me because of Reigns and the belt and the name that's come to mind. Would you ever consider Lesnar? I don't think so. No. I think me. I'm because normal talent, but Jesus Christ! Neither of us mentioned Brett. We mentioned Brett in his match with Austin, but that's it. No reason considered. Even considered Brett. I watch. I, I because that big right, You know what you were talking before about the year. You're either, you're either a rock guy or an Austin guy. Very few people. Were, oh yeah, they're both my favourite. I was a Shawn Michaels guy, even though he was a complete prick at times. I was a Shawn Michaels guy, so I just thought Brett. Oh, it was me, whatever. And it's only you know, in the last five years or so you go back and watch a Brett match and you're like, this guy's fucking incredible. This guy is so fucking great. And you just did just didn't appreciate him at the time at all. Just just didn't care. Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, now, now you go back and watch, you know, watch matches of his, and you're just like, oh yeah, I get it. And but he, he got it. if my, my, my sort of my counter question to my question is, do you think there's anybody current or anybody who you can think of at the top of your head who would ever replace one of your four? I don't know enough about the current product to be able to say that. I'm afraid this kind of is off the back of the last bit. Yeah, I mean, there are people on the roster that I can look at and go, okay, you are a great wrestler like Daniel Bryan, for example. I've seen enough of his words. No, that he's AJ good. Styles. AJ Styles is another great example of that. Um, and I, <laughs> So I'm in my mind's eye, I'm trying to run down what happened on Raw. Oh, well, it's Monday today, so last week's Raw. I mean, you, know, you could say Randy Orton's up there. I mean, he's a definite, he's a definite Hall of Famer. Um, yeah, he's had an amazing. He has, you know, the fact that he's still going and going well and doesn't ever seem to have. No, he said he has a lot of mediocre or average matches, but doesn't have bad matches, and he never gets injured or anything. Like that. He never, you know, he's a safe worker. But I, yeah, oh, yeah. like I say, I, I can't. Do you ever consider Foley? And again, um, <laughs> which we talked about him in passing with matches that he's had with other people. But yeah. um, no, 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 no. 
my, 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 the only one that would ever fluctuate, I think, would would be that that fourth one with Rock, and it's like I say, he's just, he's my boy, he's my you know, my actual lad, my main guy. So, mm. like I say, I, I I just I have so much respect for him. He just seems like a really nice bloke as well, you know, a really thoroughly decent guy. And he will probably be president one day. You may be watching this in five years, going, "Yep, you were right there." He replaced Biden as president. <laughs> That's going to get us some. Uh, well, that's going to get you some heat, I think. Because I, I, I'd vote for him if uh, that was possible. Oh, yeah, of course you would. Certainly more so than Kanye West. Anyway, um, we're getting off topic. So, finalise for me. Your Mount Rushmore of wrestling. My Mount Rushmore of wrestling is Vincent Kennedy McMahon, and then it's Shawn Michaels as an in-ring worker. It's Undertaker as a character. So you've got businessmen. Because at the end of the day. As much as it pains me to, I mean, do you remember? Oh, you remember a guy, uh, real wrestling guru. His name was or original wrestling guru or something like that. And he was like, it was when when I made the my ring honor reviews, and he was like, look, it's not about the ring ring, it's not about the bright light, it's not about the pyro or anything like that. It's all about making money. And I was like, no, no, no you're so far off the fucking mark. It's all about what's going on in the ring. And now, of course, I look at it as a businessman going, yeah, it's all about business. It's all about making money. This is a business at the end of the day. So Vince is there for that. Sean's there for in-ring. Undertaker, there's no one, I, I can't even think of someone close as a character than Undertaker. And then The, the only one I can think is Hogan for longevity and Sting. Like, I mean, you could, but the thing is, you could go in for Foley because he's had three really great characters, or two really great characters, you know. Um, I'm sure there's people out there who have, you know, Sting on theirs. I'm sure. And, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't point the finger and say, nah, come on. I mean, yeah, would you put in Sting or would you put in the Bastion Booger? That's a tough call. We could have a debate about That's that for nice, a few yeah. hours, couldn't yeah. we? And then, yeah, my, 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 my final one would be Rock. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, there, yeah. there are, I've got, I mean, you asked me for three, you know, for two honourable mentions. I gave you three. Um, at no point have I mentioned that one of my all-time favourite wrestlers was Eddie Guerrero. You know, he, oh, he would say, you know, he would, he's yeah. got to be up there. But yeah. you know, it's it's one of the things about narrowing it down to four wrestlers. Saying that is, it's saying you know, name me top ten. You're always gonna have to leave people off, aren't you? And that's the problem. And I think this is, yeah, this is where people will get into the conversation of. Who is your top ten? Who is your top five? Or you know, so on. But the thing is, it can always change because you can be, you know, I'm sure what your Mount Rushmore is today would be what it was ten years ago. Yeah, I'm sure of it. Yeah. But and in ten years' time, who's to say what it will be? Who knows? But, who knows? Who knows? That's the thing. I mean, bear in mind how much my interest has waned over the years. Will wrestling that thing? Oh yeah, I used to like that. I used to be interested in that. I went to my warehouse today because yeah, I'm sure some of the people know I've got I've got Liz and I've got a teacup business where we sell vintage teacups. It's like a started off as a hobby business and then as Lithify took off, it's one of those things that's um, um, fallen by the wayside. Um, but yeah, we sold a tea set over the weekend, so I had to go and get that from the warehouse today. And up on one of the shelves at the warehouse, there's three boxes, and because because you know, why wouldn't you put some of the heavier stuff on the top boxes? I saw on the top shelves, but each one has a sticker on it. It says Power Slams. And it's, there's a hundred issues of Power Slams that I can't bring myself to chuck away, but I've got no interest in ever reading them again. Does that make sense? Are you going to rate this episode PG Tips? <laughs> what? What's that, got to, okay. what's that got to do with Power Slams, you weird boy? 
you make teacups? Oh, I don't make. I sell them vintage. Oh, I, oh, I don't drink fine. tea, you tit. Well, I, I just. I, I would have thought for, for you know about time in your. <laughs> you caught out then, so I don't even know what you said. Oh no! I, I said it's about time in your life that. And he caught out again. <laughs> Whatever it is you're trying to say, tea, pun, or whatever it is, your micro doesn't want you to say it, clearly. Right, I made the PG tip. This is absolute horseshit now. I said the PG tips joke because you said you sold teacups. Yeah. And then you, I said, you know, you drink them, and you said, no, 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 I sell them. And I said, well, you sold something for the first time. There we go. Say it twice. There it is. <laughs> yeah. It took me 25 minutes to get that out. Never mind. Ladies and gentlemen, we would love it, truly love it, if you could let us know down below. If you haven't already, let us know what your Mount Rushmore is of wrestling. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button, hit the bell. And then anytime I upload a video where, for example, I'm shooting this guy in the head on Halo, just for argument's sake, or I don't know, there's some, there's still six episodes of the UBW retrospective review thing. There's tons of stuff to come. I'm doing a vlog every week here. If you're watching this, now I've done three, for goodness sake. Even though two of them haven't been, by the time we're recording this, two of them haven't been filmed yet. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny how life works? Yeah. Um, I was going to ask what the next topic is then, just to see if I could throw you off, but I know you won't fucking tell me, will you? We've got some suggestions from you guys, and they'll go into a spinner when we've got enough, so we can get maybe do an episode where we just have like three or four topics in one go. Um, so I really look forward to that. The big trick one, because at this moment in time, I can't prepare for what Dan's going to ask me, but then if we've got the spinner, I'll know what the questions are. So it's going to be, I don't know how quite one well, Think the more feedback we get, the more episodes. We're well, yeah. The thing is, I was about the next thing was one of the things that I think Dan and I both crave on this was we want your feedback. What do you like? What don't you like? Let us know because if we if there's stuff that we're doing that you don't like, how are we going to know if you don't tell us? You know. So let us know in the comments. I mean, some of the comments we got off the pilot were absolutely fantastic, and we're so grateful for saying that you're nice and easy, nice and relaxed, and we don't want this to be too scripted. We don't want it to be an interview. It just it just needs to flow naturally. Like I think this one has, and I think that the pilot has as well. What do you think, Buzz? Flows like tea. Flows, <laughs> flows like tea. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Fuck's sake, dude. <laughs> yeah. If you've managed to sit through this video and watch this point, thank you very much. Got 50 minutes then, yeah. We should probably wrap this up. So, nice. um, thank you so much for watching. Uh, thank you for your company, as always, Dan. And, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, as I say, subscribe. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter if you really want to. Mark Pearson Facebook. Uh, Mark, Mark Pearson's Wrestling Reviews on Facebook. Like I say, every video that I'll do. We'll always go there first. Always, always, always go there. Normally a couple of days before it goes live on YouTube. We're unlisted, so you can go and take a look. Um, yeah, I think that's it, isn't it? I think that's it. Right. Thanks for joining. Take it easy, guys. Bye, everyone.